You're listening to a 58 Ember production. Hey, I'm Erica Muller, host of Here For It. Self-discovery is an endless journey, and each week I'm bringing on experts, industry leaders, and friends where we'll be talking all things life, fashion and beauty, personal development, and probably some pop culture along the way as well. Here For It is your weekly space to get grounded, regroup, and be inspired to live your best life. Because really, we're all figuring it out as we go. And I'm here for you. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Hi guys, welcome back to Here For It. My name is Erica Muller. For anyone new around here, welcome. I'm so happy to have you. This week's guest is Crystal Miles, and Crystal is a psychic medium. I have personally experienced in my life too many synchronistic moments to doubt that life, there's some sort of life beyond life on earth. We talked about your intuition and how you can tap into your intuition more, manifestation, how to approach it, why it's not this woo-woo thing that Hollywood and social media and pop culture has gotten wrong, spirituality and where religion has fallen into that and her experience with religion, and just the comfort that comes about through the work that she does. Crystal is one of those people who you come in contact with and immediately you just feel like you can take a deep breath. There is so much love that radiates from her and it is so incredibly comforting. If for some reason you can't listen to this entire episode, there's two points in this episode that I want to point out. And I usually don't do this, but they really, really stuck with me after talking to her. The first is around the 27 minute mark. I'll put the exact timestamp in the show notes for you. And then the last five minutes of this episode are also just incredibly moving. Um, She was like bringing me to tears with the reminder of what life is all about and the positivity and comfort that she brings to people who um, are grieving is just almost incomprehensible. It's so beautiful. Um, I think it takes somebody incredibly special to sit with people day in and day out who are grieving the loss of loved ones um, and just make them feel so incredibly comforted and hopeful. And I'm honored that she shared her time and came on this podcast this week. I'm very excited for you to listen to this episode. I hope it moves you in some way. It moved me very deeply. And I think that message will radiate through to you listening to this episode. Um, I don't want to give away too much more, but she really left a mark um, on my perspective of life lately. And so I hope she can do that to you as well. You have a pretty extraordinary story as to how you realized your abilities well one day I just started seeing ghosts (laughs) I started seeing dead people walk around I it was right after I gave birth to my first child I I first thought that maybe it was like postpartum depression just sleep deprivation I don't know but I started seeing ghosts walk around out of nowhere And then my dreams were coming true every single night. I would know whose house was going on the market, what coworker was going to talk to me about something, um, a friend who needed counseling. Everything was coming true. 
the very next day. So I didn't have time for it to like slip away. And then we were having electronics in our home go absolutely crazy. TVs were turning off in the middle of the night by themselves. We had a baby piano that didn't have a way for like music to play. It, it was just like a touch one and it was playing songs on its own. Um, game consoles that we didn't even, it wasn't even plugged in for like five years were turning on by themselves. We lived in a new construction home. And so I didn't think our house was haunted because with me seeing the ghost, with my dreams coming true and the electronics, I knew something was happening with me. It was just my gut knew this is me. This isn't the home. And so I went to a local medium and within minutes of sitting down with her, she's like, you're like me. You are like me. You are going to be having clients like me very quickly and very soon. And I just jumped in. It, I didn't, it was like my heart knew, my subconscious knew it was my destiny of what was happening. And I just jumped in with it completely wholeheartedly. Um, in my family, we've always had like the women have the gift of knowing, you know, um, one time I was, I was having surgery and we didn't tell grandmother. So she wouldn't worry. And she called my mom that morning and she was like, what's happening to crystal. There's something wrong with crystal. My mom was like, okay, we'll, we'll let you know. We weren't going to let you in on that. Um, I can't, it was a great aunt, I don't know, great, great, or just one great aunt um, was married to an attorney and she could tell her spouse which juror was going to side with him and which weren't. Um, I think she fell out an office, uh, a doctor's office window one time and her abilities came, came out then, but it's always just psychic stuff with the women in my family. No one has stepped forward with mediumship stuff, nor would anyone call it psychic way too Lutheran for that. Mm. So everyone just knows things. <laughs> and so maybe that's why I stepped into it so easily is because I always heard that was it, it was in the family or was it just my heart knew? Um, so I started taking classes and it took off like a wildfire. Why do you think you were given those abilities at that specific point? When I ask my spirit team, they say it was time. It, that is the only answer that they ever gave me. I think if I would have figured out that I was a medium at the age of 18, I lived a very comfortable life. Um, a lot of love, anything. I never went without. I don't think I would have had enough empathy for people. I needed my 20s to fall down and to see what it was like to be without, um, to experience heartbreak. And I, I think they needed to roughen me up a bit in my 20s. Mm -hmm. And I experienced a lot um, all on my own doing and, you know, poor life choices and whatnot, you know, dating the wrong people. Um, but I needed, I, they needed to roughen me up, toughen me up, you know, give me some experience. They needed me to become a mother. So whenever I'm sitting with a mother who has lost their child, I get it. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't at the age of 19 been able to even have the concept of empathy to sit with a parent with the pain of losing a child. Mm -hmm. I, I needed to lose a friend in my twenties. I needed to know what it's like to lose someone. Know when someone's sitting there crying because they missed their best friend. I get it. I get it. It's hard. Um, so that's why I think, I think that they needed me to get to a certain point in my life, to have certain life experience, to be the best friend that I can be as a medium to my clients. 
when you first started seeing ghosts, mm-hmm. did they look like to you the way they're portrayed in a movie? They look like white misty holograms. When they're close to me, that's what they look like. White misty holograms. And they have every detail the hundred percent pure detail. I can see stubble. I can see thread on clothes. Um, but if I like push my arm through them, they dissipate and it just, just poofs away. That is how they look to me. They look alive. They don't have, they don't like show me how they, not like in um, a movie where they like look like how they died. They don't look like, yeah. they look like healthy, fine people. And that is how they look. Now, the farther away they get from me, the more um, real they look. They'll look more like a human, more um, not Mm see-through, the farther away from me that they are. So if I'm in a museum and I can tell like that, that energy is attached to whatever is there. You know, if I'm like in a war museum or something, they look more solid the farther away they get. What do you think? some of the biggest misconceptions are about things like mediumship and psychic abilities and ghosts and things like this? Um, Well, for, I would answer all those in a different way um, that were, (laughs) that were witches that were working with negative things that, that we don't believe in God, that we don't believe that Jesus walked this earth, that, um, that we think that we're special, that Hollywood and pop culture has it right because they don't, um, energy cannot hurt you. The human always wins. Mediums are not all knowing. We just know how to do something and we're here to help. I would say most of us, hopefully if you're doing this work, it's you're coming from the right, the right space, the right heart. Um, I do believe that Jesus walked this earth. I don't think he came to make religion, but I I think he came to show us how we're supposed to love unconditionally, just like how I think source gave us animals, gave us dogs to show us how we're supposed to unconditionally love each other purely. You know, you, you actually step on your dog's toes and they're like, Oh my God, are you okay? You know, they like, look at you. Like, are you fine? Are you hurt? That's how all humans should be. I feel like that's why Jesus came, you know, um, so I think I think individuals thinking that we are coming from a negative space when really we're coming from the light, we're coming from the good is the most, um, if they would just have a conversation with me, they would see, oh, okay, I get it. She's just trying to help. Yeah. You mentioned Hollywood and the portrayal of this stuff there. Um I feel like there's, along with Hollywood, I feel like there's a number of aspects of spirituality that have become mainstream in a sense, like angel numbers or crystals or things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you think in the virality of those things, it's doing justice to the true meaning of them? Or do you think we're still getting it wrong? (laughs) I think a lot of people are having fun dressing up as spirituality. They're dressing up playing characters of being spiritual. Uh, You do not have to, you don't have to wear crystals. You don't have to speak different terms and, and dress certain ways. You know, I am, I dress in old Navy and do school pickup lines and 
homeroom mom stuff. Like I am as normal human as possible and I'm as spiritual as they come. I don't carry crystals around. I don't wear them. Um, I think a lot of people use it to play a character because they want to look a certain part. I don't think it's actually needed. I think a lot of things are a physical act to solidify your intent. Mm -hmm. I don't need to carry a black crystal with me for protection because I know I am protected. I know. I I don't have to... I know I, I do. I, I do. I am very picky about the music that I listen to, but I listen to it because it's what feels good for me to listen to just high vibrational music, but I don't do it because that's what a spiritual person would do. I do it because it feels right. But if I want to listen to some Taylor Swift, then I will. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely, I think, and I see it a lot. If you watch like cult documentaries, <laughs> they are playing a part. They're playing characters when really it doesn't take any of that. You can eat meat and still be spiritual. Your path is different than everyone else's because if you are paying respect and you honor and you are thankful and you know that this planet was made for you to have this experience and that cow is here for you, it's totally different. Um, Your mindset is different than someone else's and someone who likes to dress up in the spiritual world um, and play that character, they have every right to. I don't think that you have to, though. I think that you can wear Old Navy and shop at Target and be as connected to source as someone who hasn't had a drop of alcohol or ate meat in 20 years. Um, it's about the intent, your thought, your internal light, not the objects, not the clothes not what you ingest. I've heard that before, specifically in regards to like crystals where the crystal isn't going to bring about, you know, happiness into your life. It's because you believed it would. And it's the intention that you have about the specific object. Exactly. It's the, the having the crystal is just the physical and the physical object of your actual intent of of what you need and what you want. Whenever I work, I work with a bowl of crystals in front of me. I do sleep with crystals next to me. Um, They're just my little friends. Maybe it's more of the the ritual of it. I like the Mm -hmm. consistency of it. I know what to expect. I know what little friends are on my nightstand. And so I like them there, but I don't change them out. And I don't make grids with them. Maybe, maybe I could take my mediumship to the next level if I did, but right at this moment, I don't feel like I need to. I feel like me communicating with my spirit team and connecting to my inner light is enough. One of the things you mentioned was uh, trusting your gut and your intuition. And I think this is a message that a lot of us hear very frequently. Um, What does that mean to you? How does somebody know that what they are trusting in is their intuition? Well, first off, it's always right. <laughs> so what you would have to do is notice you're, say you're driving down the road and you're like, Ooh, I need to slow down. What if there's a police officer? And then you come up and you're like, Oh my, there was a police officer. Now I need you to notice how did that feel? Where did that come from? Your intuition is soft and gentle human thought 
nags, anxiety, makes you panic. Oh my God, what if there's, what if there's a police officer? And you start thinking about your checking Mm -hmm. account and, and whatnot. That wasn't, that's not spirit. That was you. That was you panicking. What if I get a speeding ticket? When spirit talks to you, it's kind and it's easily missed Mm -hmm. because it is so gentle, but they are persistent. And if you need to be doing something, if you need to be taking a left-hand turn when at some moment in your life, they're going to keep presenting it to you. And it's going to come to you through synchronicity, through a dream, plus your own internal dialogue that you think is your own thoughts, but it's actually your team. Them talking to you is you being like, oh, I forgot to send that email. That wasn't you saying it. They made you think I didn't send that email. That was your intuition. They're trying to save you from a headache, save you from a ugh later on down the road because you didn't send an email that you're supposed to. It just sounds like your own voice. So is it kind? Is it always right? Was it persistent, but not nagging? That is your intuition. And so what you have to do is when, when you get a, when you get a hit, you know, you get, you, you saw that police officer, you have to notice how did that feel? Um, say you're at work and you're like, I need, I need to talk to that person about this. I need to talk to that. There's something I need to talk to them about. And then you realize, oh, that would have been nice if last week, if I, if I already had given them a heads up about it, think back to how those thoughts felt. They feel different. They feel supportive. Human thought is usually not very supportive. We're pretty mean to ourselves. Um, you know, in our 60,000 thoughts in a day, we're, we're not always the nicest to ourselves. So the first thing to, to think about is how did it feel? Was it kind? And did it turn out it was right? That's how to know it was your team talking to you and not just the human. Does it matter? Like when you say team, for someone who is new to this and they're like, well, I don't even know who my team is. Does that matter? No, no. Who is your team? It's energy on the other side that loves you. Who would be on your team? Your guides, your loved ones, your past pets, your higher self, source, angels, your guardians. I mean, everything on the other side is always taking care of us. So who's on your team? Energy that loves you. If you want to humanize them and make them give you a physical form like mine did in the beginning of my development journey, just so I could feel like connected to them, sure, do a guided meditation. They're all over the internet. Find one that's like 30 minutes long, get comfortable and uh, allow yourself to visualize meeting them in a forest or whatever that guided meditation is going to be. Let them give you a physical form. Let them give you a name if you want. We don't have names and bodies on the other side, but they will give one to the human so they feel more connected to them. And then I think over time, you kind of even release the name and the body because you realize they really are just energy that loves me. They have it under control. I just have to listen, which is the hard part. (laughs) It's hard to quiet the human brain. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I've heard Mm -hmm. often that uh, your team, whether it is a spirit guide or a past loved one, is often sending signs. How can we be more aware of those signs? Well, signs are coincidences with meaning. Mm -hmm. So say it's a loved one on the other side. Your, Your grandma loved 
Elvis say, and you are driving down the road, grandma pops in your head and you're like, Oh, grandma. And then the next thing, you know, Elvis comes on the radio mm-hmm. or, or someone on the podcast you're listening to says Elvis or another word that connects to him. There is a coincidence. Oh, just someone talks about Elvis on the radio. Of course he's, he's Elvis, but the meaning comes in that grandma was already in your head. So it's coincidences with meaning. You're thinking of someone who loved Birkenstocks or you just see Birkenstocks and then you look up and the person's bag is monogrammed with the friend who loved Birkenstocks. Oh my God, there's Mm -hmm. her name. And they're wearing Birkenstocks. Oh my God. There's the coincidence, the Birkenstocks, but the name gives it meaning. The timing also Mm -hmm. seems like one, one follows the other. Yeah. Like, okay. I just saw a video the other day where a, a bride saw there was a deer at a wedding. So that's just a coincidence. Well, that's nice. There's a deer at a, a wedding there. It's a, a wooded environment. That's cool. But what made it a sign, a synchronicity of something of goodness is the brother of the bride had had a dream of a deer from their mom a couple days before. So mm-hmm. there made the coincidence something special because the dream had happened. And if he hadn't have spoken up and said, Hey, I had a dream for my mom and there's a deer in it. If he hadn't trusted that dream, trusted himself, trusted in love that something was going to come to them, that coincidence would have been meaningless. Having that deer at that wedding would have been meaningless, but because he trusted and spoke, I had a dream It had mom and there was a deer made this beautiful moment happen. I love stories like that. I could truly listen to them all day long. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Me too. Okay. I want to bring manifesting into this conversation because I think it, it ties into a lot of this. And I think it's also something that gets portrayed as woo woo or out there or not real. But again, I feel like very mainstream this year. Um, you've seen a lot of lucky girl syndrome or Delulu is the Salulu, you know, Mm -hmm. vision boards, things like that. Um, Based on your experience with spirit, what have you learned about manifesting? Well, it's been around a long time. They just called it prayer. Mm. (laughs) So it's just a more um, comfortable word now for individuals who aren't comfortable with religion. It's off. So what are, what are you doing? You are Telling the other side what you want. And do I believe 100%? I know that I manifest my reality. I know everything happens because of how I am interacting with the energy around me. You know, some people you can give them gold and they'll still complain about the taxes. If you know that gold is coming your way and it's going to be of the highest and greatest good, That is what will come. The other side is always giving you what you think about and what you want. What you think about creates your reality. If you think about that you're broke, you are going to be broke because they give you what you think about because they're giving you what you want. So every time you swipe your credit card at the store, don't think, oh, man, $200. Geez, that's that's so much. Think, heck, yeah, I got $200 to give you every time. Every time when you are, when you're pumping gas, just think that $50 is coming back to me tenfold. 
every time you do it, this money's coming back to me tenfold. Here, you can take that because bigger is coming my way. You are telling the other side what you want because they are constantly creating your reality from your thoughts. You are the creator of destiny. And there's a million timelines happening at, at one time. And you're just jumping to the realities that you want. Shifting. Can you explain that a little bit more? The timelines? Yeah. Okay. So there is no linear time. Everything is happening now, right? All your past lives are happening now and your future lives are happening now. And they're stacked like a sandwich, not like a laid out timeline. And within that are all these different realities and outcomes. And you have the ability to jump to the highest and greatest good at any time by how you react to what happens to you and the headspace that you are in and the positive, the positive thoughts that you have, knowing that you deserve peace. I deserve a healthy relationship. I, I deserve and I have everything that I need. I have an abundance of health and wealth, happiness, love, and wisdom. That is what I have. And that is the timeline I am on. I, you can shift it at any moment by going outside and wrecking your car. Well, there goes your abundance of wealth because now you got to pay a deductible, right? But if you, that's how you can, you can shift yourself by waking up and choosing I am a healthy person every day. I am healthy. You are shifting your timeline into being thinner and to having better blood pressure because every day you're waking up. I am healthy. Now you have to move your legs towards the health. You have to move your legs towards it. You have to, you can't just sit on the couch and be like, I'm healthy. You have to help physically move yourself forward. So you can't manifest a broken bone healed but you can manifest a happiness as it is healing and you end up in the positive place. It's, I feel like it's um, the idea of saturating your mind with the story you want to tell of your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So manifesting is prayer. If somebody didn't grow up religious, mm -hmm. how do you approach prayer? How do you approach that communication? Yeah, I don't. And okay, I I grew up Lutheran, um, and I've I've just there's so much about religion that has really turned me away. Um, that I don't even really use the word prayer. I always just say I talk to the other side. That's all oh, it is. How, it's just talking. Yeah. And so you talk, and then and then um, meditation is actually listening to the other side, and that's how you have a conversation. Um, so how do, how do you talk to the other side? You literally open your mouth and start talking to yourself just and start and, and they, oh yeah they hear absolutely everything and and you just you just start saying you can visual you can visualize any if you're talking to no one or something you're talking to a guide um the operator is going to get your message to who needs to hear it on the other side okay but you just start talking and you can be like that was a really great song that's you know the song that was on the radio and you turn the radio down so you could talk you're driving down the road, but that was a really great song. And that made me feel really good. I, 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 I'm really proud of myself that I've been, I've worked out five days in a row. I'm really proud of myself for that. And you know, there's that thing coming up next week with work and I'm a little bit anxious about it. So will you guys remove that anxiety so I can just go in and mm -hmm. have fun? I don't want that anxiety. So I'm releasing it to you. So please, thank you. I, I appreciate you. Remember everything you always speak as it is 
already been done. So thank you for taking that anxiety from next week for me. I appreciate it. That's nice. Talk to them like they are your friend and you are offloading anything you don't want and reminding them of all the things that you want, you do want. It's just like, so it's like for the end of the year, like a great, a great thing I think everyone should do is on December 31st, write yourself or the universe or whatever it may be a letter. And you can say, dear universe, 2024 was a really incredible year. Everything came true. I can't believe I paid off my car and I... And I achieved this goal. I love how every single cabinet in the house is organized. And I love that I finally got that pair of shoes. The three vacations I took were so uneventful and smooth. I'm blown away by the pure peace that I experienced on all three vacations. What a great year. Love me. That's a great thing to do on December 31st for the next year. Write yourself a letter like it's December 31st, 2024 already and tell yourself what an amazing year it was and all the things that you want. Um, I do that every year and I don't think I, there's ever been anything on my list that wasn't accomplished. Ever. I love that. I'm going to do that this year. Oh, absolutely. Do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I want to shift a little bit into more of your experience with work. I'm curious what you experience, whether it's physically or emotionally when you are um, channeling or receiving messages. Let me first say, I love my job. The opportunity to meet people around the world. It's, that's incredible. That's uh, rare jobs that you get, you, you get to do that and you get to do it from the comfort of your own home. Um, I never know what I'm going to be encountering, encountering. I don't know what we're going to be talking about. I don't know. Is this going to be a fun psychic reading where we're going to be working on manifesting some love and where, where is, you know, where's the next vacation going to be, or am I connecting into extreme grief. Mm. I have no idea. I just say, hi, it's nice to meet you. And then we go from there. Um, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. And then I have to stand up and walk out and be a mother and be a wife and, um, go to Walmart and interact with people. Um, I definitely am a lot more aware of how people can die. I've become a lot more fearful of like heights. And I try to not push the, f- I wish I didn't, I wish I didn't get the, f- have the fear stuff that comes with it, but that's just the human being there. I try not to make sure that my, my son, the the one kid I have that's old enough to notice mom's nervous about that. Um, but I definitely, I am more aware of family dynamics, the impact of friendship. Um, you know, I really try to make sure that work doesn't get the best of me. Sometimes it does make me sad. Sometimes I don't transmute the energy and I'm crying for no reason. I'm like, why am I crying? Like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't close down the day. I'm being eaten up by emotions at this moment. But I definitely see the power of love in every single client that I have. Five days a week, I see the power of love. 
And I think love is what makes coming to earth, being on this really hard rock, flying through space, worth it. The love of an animal, uh, a love of a beloved ant, it, it, it cuts through time. It's always there. It never dies. It's pretty incredible to witness. Definitely. I, I've many a times have, I've had called friends out of nowhere just to say, I love you after an appointment. You know, my husband works from home as well. And we'll, he'll get an extra squeeze and he's like, what's that for? You know, he's working like, oh no, just want you know, I appreciate you. I love you because you're still here. And there's someone out there who doesn't have their husband. Um, Definitely's made me very appreciative mm-hmm. and definitely more aware of the ways to die. Perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've heard spirit has to respect the human and what the human wishes. So mm-hmm. are you um, constantly bombarded by spirit or do you have kind of like office hours? I have office hours. Sometimes I'll get lazy. Um, like I said, I don't, I'm not, I do not have the, all these massive rituals of spirituality up. Um, I could never be a witch. I'm not, I'm not, (laughs) um, I'm not structured enough to pull off that kind of lifestyle. Um, I might be lazy (laughs) when it comes to like protection and I'll wake up to a ghost standing beside my bed and I'm like, get out of here. And then I'm like, darn it, darn it. I forgot, you know, I was just on maternity leave and I definitely got really lazy with my energetic hygiene. Um, so I definitely noticed that I was a lot more hungry than I probably should have been, but it's just because my energy was coming and going without my permission. And that makes you hungry and thirsty. So um, do I have rules? Yes. Do I have boundaries? Yes. Um, you are only allowed to be here while I'm working. Do sometimes people's loved ones hang out with me early before appointments? Yes. And that's perfectly fine. If someone's, you know, if someone's dad is, cause I'm outside in my yard and he was a yard guy. And so he's hanging out mm-hmm. with me while I'm just like soaking up the sun a little bit before I go inside. He is more than welcome to be with me. Um, it usually then when I tell the client, you know, there is a father figure and he was loving the sun and looking at the yard and telling me my plants look good. And I'm like, yep, that's dad. There's a message with it. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, there was a woman here and she was with me as I was rocking my baby before your appointment. She's like, oh, yes, of course, if there's a baby in the house, she would have shown up early. Yes, babies were her thing. So mm-hmm. are there rules? Yes. Are my guardians always in place? Yes. Do I do I say four corners of my bed, four angels in my head every single night before bed? Yes. Do they sometimes come and squeeze in early? Yes. And I'm fine with that. But they just, just, just a little bit before. (laughs) Yeah. Do you think anyone can communicate with spirit like you do? Or do you think it's more open to certain people because it's part of your purpose? I think anyone can do it. And I think it takes the perfect storm to be a professional at it. Just like anyone can shoot hoops in the driveway. Anyone can play basketball. Anyone. But you have to have the physical height, the mental capability, the determination, the drive to pull off being a professional basketball player. I could not go be a professional basketball player. I like shooting hoops in my driveway, though. I could never go do it professionally because I am 5'2". 
there's no way. And I'm 41 years old. I'm not, I am not going to go be on the Oklahoma City Thunder team. So anyone can receive and everyone does receive messages and communication from the other side. It feels like your own thoughts, you know, the, where you just get a feeling of thinking about your grandpa, like out of nowhere, they push that on you. Now, if I was standing there, I'd be like, Ooh, there's a grandpa around us, but you just start randomly thinking about him and get warm and fuzzy. And you're like, Oh, I wish I could pick up the phone and call him. He's close. He just communicated with you. You just didn't realize it was him. Everyone can receive. And the more you go still and quiet, you can hear. Like I said, that um, talking to the other side, that's prayer. That talk, we talk all the time. We constantly are talking to the other side. But are we ever being quiet enough to listen? Humans are really loud. Do we ever actually shut up? No, our heads are always. So the, when we give ourselves time to be still, you know, what's the saying? Be still and know. Be still and know that spirit is close. Love is there. And the more you practice it, the more you can receive on command. Um, that's why I think like divinations are really cool. You know, being able to like pull out cards, you know, oracle cards or pendulums because it kind of helps you know that you're communicating to the other side. Um, if you don't want to just jump straight in and believe in yourself because it is... It's hard to know the difference. It takes practice, but the the first place to start is meditation. Be quiet, you know, allow them. And how you do that is you ask them a question, ask, you know, say what you're going to meditate on. Um, I need to know if I need to leave my job. I need to know, do I need to get a new job? I'm going to meditate on it. I'm going to go still. I'm going to go quiet. Know that your mind is only going to go quiet a couple seconds at a time. Just don't click on the pop-up ads as they happen. You know, when the when you start thinking about the grocery list or whatever, think about it, send it on its way. And then say, touch my left hand for yes, touch my right hand for no. Like, see what happens. And you're like, oh my God, no, but I felt, I felt something on the left side of my scalp. I felt something, my hair, I felt something touch my hair on the left side. Okay, there's my answer. I'm supposed to say, I'm supposed to go. But you got to be quiet to allow them to speak. They can't get through the human noise. We're way too obnoxious. What's a non-negotiable for you these days when it comes to like routines or rituals? Time outside. Mm. Hateful people. I will not. I will not. I know how precious life is and that it was a gift that I woke up and the people that I love woke up today. And I will not spend the time that I could spend with my dog, who is, say, such a gift. I'd rather spend my time with this loving, perfect soul than with an acquaintance that is just an acquaintance. Or, um, say, even like a family member that doesn't resonate with love. I'm not, this, this time is too good here on Earth. It's like... There's a wait list to get here on planet earth. Why would I waste it with people and things that aren't centered into love and centered into goodness? It's a gift, you know? 
So that's definitely it. Time outside. I will always connect to this planet that physically is my ally. It's my mother earth is why I physically can be here. And I will spend my time with her in the sun and the wind and all these things and enjoy the weather as it changes. What? A, oh my God, how fun is that? The weather changes, you know, and the sun comes up and it goes down. How neat that we get to watch this. So yeah, the outside and my time is precious. And so is yours. And every second should be around something that matters, not with stuff that doesn't, you know. I'm honored that you're spending your time with me today. Oh, yes, absolutely. This is the good stuff. This is the fun. This is, you know, the being on someone's podcast and getting to see a spectacular sunset. Like, that's why we're here. You know, you can't, you can't do podcasts and I'm sure you could do podcasts in heaven, but <laughs> it's probably a little more difficult. <laughs> it's in a different way. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have one more question for you mm-hmm. and it's kind of a big question. And I feel like you've maybe had, maybe hinted at parts of it throughout this conversation, but what do you think the purpose of our human experience is? To be just to be. Um, There is no big master plan of anything other than to come here and to exist, to enjoy a cup of coffee because we have a physical body and the coffee is physical. And so we get to experience it physically in a way that we cannot experience it on the other side. Um, It is that we take the chance of falling in love, even though there's a big chance that our heart might end broken. We, we, We enjoy and we laugh and we love in spite of how hard it is that it is here. We are able to laugh even though last week we stubbed our toe. The falling in love and respecting the gift of two hearts saying, I trust you. Because on the other side, we are love. So how do you fall in love? We love everything. So how do we have a favorite flower on the other side when we can here? Because we have the ego that is a gift that allows us to pick favorites. I think um, having the the ego while we're here is beautiful. Because we are the favorite on the other side. But here we get to choose to be the favorite of things. And we get to pick how we spend our time And we get to create, we are the other side. Here, we get to create our space. And that's why we come here. But it, it, but it all comes back to just to experience it. I come to experience what it's like to stub my toe because I cannot stub my toe on the other side. I come to experience what it's like to have the rain fall on me when it's warm outside because there is no rain on the other side. Um, now the other side is much greater, more magical than human minds can even fathom. But there are things here that we can experience that we can't experience on the other side. And love is definitely yeah. allowing yourself to love is a big part of it. Talking to you just fills my soul in <laughs> such a wonderful way. Mm-hmm. Um Thank you so much for your time. 
Oh, yeah. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's, it's a treat. Please take a moment and let everybody know where they can find you, where they can connect with you, anything you want to tell them. Okay. My website is crystalmiles.com. Now my first name is spelled a little different. So hopefully you can put it in the show notes. My website is crystalmiles.com. So you can always email me through my website and all my booking and everything is there. I, I love meeting people and I love doing mediumship and um, psychic readings, all those things. Um, so yeah, the website's the best place to go. This has been a 58 Ember production. For more shows, please visit the 58 Ember channel, 58ember.com, or find us at 58 Ember Media on socials.